They shut down the mafia. Mafia was a lot tougher than these gangs. A lot more organized. Shut it down. All right, it's Monday at 11 o'clock. Welcome to the Chaz Palmetary Show. Oh, so excited. You know, I'm in a, really in the mood just to talk today. I don't have a guest. I'm just going to talk about some things that have been on my mind. But first, I want to remind you, net. if you want to come and see the original one-man show of Bronx Tale, the show that was before the movie, before the musical, uh, voted best show of the year in Las Vegas by the Las Vegas Journal. Also, um, it was a critical hit on Broadway in 207 when I opened on Broadway. Uh, and was a critical hit when I opened it in 1989 in L.A. That's when I first did it. But you know the story, Robert De Niro soared, and it became what it is. Um, where am I going to be in September? Just September, September 16th, we're in Millville, New Jersey at the Lavoie Theater. Yeah. September 17th, Montclair, New Jersey, the Wellmont Theater. Okay. September 22nd, Akron, Ohio, E.J. Thomas Hall. Right. September 23rd, Cincinnati, Ohio at the Taft Theater. That's great. That's September. A lot of great dates in September. Go to my Instagram. Go to my Instagram or go to chasbomentary.net. It's probably easier if you go to my Instagram. Uh, But either way. Uh, don't forget, uh, if you want to talk to me in person, you can go to chasbomentary.net and set up a, a talk uh, if you want to. Or you want to get some of my merchandise. I have great shirts. Now you can't leave. The saddest thing in life is wasted talent. Uh, one of the great ones, great hoodie sweatshirts. Really good quality if you want that. Uh, don't forget to check out my restaurants, Chaz Palm and Terry, uh on 30 West 46th Street. And 264 Main Street. Do I have the best Italian restaurant in the country? No. Do I have maybe in the top five? Yes. Because there's a lot of great restaurants. Uh, But mine in the top five? Absolutely. Two great restaurants. So come and check it out. So, you know what, John? I don't have not a damn clue what I'm going to talk about today. I just, um, a lot of things on my mind. A lot of things. Uh, I, I got some questions on my neighborhood logic, and they say, do you believe, a person asked me this, I couldn't believe it, John, do you believe in good and evil? And I, and they, uh, I couldn't really understand that. They said, uh, the second part of it was, do you believe that there's good and evil flying around in the world? And I say, well, if anybody ever saw my show, you could bet your life I believe that. I believe there's spirits, is the word spirits or energy, that they're good vibes and bad bad vibes, if you want to say vibes. And I I think it matters what you hook onto. Um, How do you stay with the, how do you stay with the good spirits? I think by doing the right thing. You know, a lot of stuff is happening in the world right now. Not good either. The world, you know, John, is like, uh, I don't know. It's like good is turned upside down and bad is right and good is wrong. That's what it seems like. 
And again, you know my stand on things. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. Uh, I'm just a common sense independent guy. I mean, if something's wrong, it's wrong. If something's right, it's right. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand politicians. I really don't. And I, and I say both, Democrats, Republicans. I, I don't. What happened was, I think, we lost trust. We lost trust, I think, in the government. None of us trust them anymore. You know, when I was growing up, my father, the government said this, and I, and I would believe him. And I grew up feeling the same way. But something happened along the way. I can't explain when it happened. But I remember, uh, you know, there was the, uh, oh God, I forgot the name of the act, uh, the Schmidt-Munn Modernization Act. Uh, I hope I'm saying it correctly. And that was an act where uh, they forbid, for, forbid the government from doing propaganda on their own people. Did you know that, John? I had no idea. Yeah, actually, it was, but then, in two thirteen, there was a president who reversed it. Said, "Well, wait a second, you are only allowed to do propaganda with uh, foreign nations." But after that act came out, and this is what I read. I hope it's correct. Uh, president Obama rewrote, not rewrote the law, but it granted that you can do propaganda. On your own people. Now, if I'm wrong, please somebody say. Again, I am not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. But I want to know why would you allow that to happen? Where you could do propaganda on your own people? Now, look, Republicans, you know, weapons of mass destruction, read my lips. Um, I could go on and on. You know, uh, President Reagan with the guns. Uh, you know, talking about Iran, using the guns, I mean, whatever that was. When is a politician going to tell the truth? Seriously. <clears throat> when? Whether you're Republican or Democrat, when? I you don't know, understand why they have to lie other than to get your vote. Well, that's what it is, John. You see, politicians have to lie to get your vote. Why? Why can't you just tell the truth? And I'll tell you the reason why. Because now you see, as soon as election time comes up, they change their views. You vote for them, and then they change their views back. I mean, that's a joke. Come on, that's a joke. I mean, do the right thing. What? Just do the right thing? Is it that hard? You know, some people were saying to me they want me to run for mayor. <laughs> I said, run for mayor of New York? So what, are you crazy? <clears throat> no, I don't, you know. Uh, then it wouldn't, I would not be allowed to do what I'm doing right now. I've heard this thing. It's just, it's <clears throat> easier to tell the truth than to lie because you don't have to remember the truth. You'd never have to. Yeah, it's always, it's much easier to tell the truth. But if you tell the truth, you're going to offend somebody. Well, you know what? And I, I think what that... What happens there is term limits. All our politicians, whether you be a uh, senator, uh, 
Congressman, term limits, two terms, that's it. Well, look at what happened to Mitch McConnell a few weeks ago. He just froze up there at the podium. Well, exactly. Mitch McConnell, uh, McConnell, uh, uh, Dianne Feinstein. You can't be 90 years old doing this. Feinstein's kids have power of attorney over her, but she's still in office. She's still in office because they don't want to give up the vote. That's crazy. That's crazy. This is crazy. I'm telling you, there should be term limits because then you hope that the person that's running will will vote and push up for on his on his own conscious his consciousness. In other words, don't be afraid to say something that's right. You're not going to be elected for the third term anyway. We have to have term limits. I I really believe in that. You can't have, how could it be that all these government officials, Republicans and Democrats, I must say, you know, you don't get rich being a senator. Or How are all these people like worth 40, 50, 100 million dollars? How does that happen? It's legal insider trading, in my opinion. Illegal insider trading. No, legal insider trading. Legal insider trading, that's right. Well, it's not legal if they're doing it inside trading. It's illegal. But they find the legal way to but do they, it. No, they just do it and nobody says anything. But then you get someone like Martha Stewart who did it and she went away for six months. That's not right. I think if you're in the government, you should not be allowed, you and your family should not be allowed to trade stock. Period. It's not fair. I mean, this is a great country, man. America's a great country. And um, I, I just think if you allow someone uh, to be in, in a senator for 50 years, come on. Their views are going to be biased and out of date. Out of date. Uh, power corrupts, absolutely. We know that. And it's really simple, folks. Just vote for term limits, really. I think that will help. And, and these politicians out there, could you just do the right thing? Uh, really, I mean, uh, how could you allow, uh, you know, shoplifting up to up to one thousand dollars is okay? How could you allow that? I was watching this video last night of San Francisco and all the big retailers that used to be there, and yeah. now they're just abandoned storefronts. Right. The, these great retailers that used to be there, like you said, they're abandoning storefronts. Now, how could you tell me that that is the right thing? How? Please, if you could explain a way that that's the right thing, I'll listen. How? Did you how? see the video of the shoplifter at the gas station? When he was getting hit with the stick? When he was getting hit with the stick, and now guess who's getting in trouble? The guy who was hitting him with the stick. Yep, and he got robbed three, three times that same day. The man got robbed three times in one day. He's had it. He's done. He hit the man with a stick who was robbing him. What are you supposed to do? There was another one I saw, too. Um, there was this homeless man shooting up heroin on this guy's porch, and he had children. So this, guy, this homeless man was shooting up heroin on this guy's porch. Right. And the guy confronted him about it, and the homeless man started to run after him like he was going to attack him. The guy that owned the home took out pepper spray and sprayed him in the eyes. And guess who's getting in trouble? The guy who sprayed him. Yep. So you tell me, folks, is that right? No, really, I'd like to hear from you. 
Tell me if that's right, that the guy who sprayed him, protecting his family and his home, is wrong. Please tell me. who The guy shooting, the other guy shooting heroin up on his front porch. With kids. With kids in the house. I don't know. Am I crazy? Am I crazy here? Kensington Ave scares the shit out of me, too. If you're What's familiar. that? Kensington Ave. That's in Philly. That's where all the fentanyl addicts are. Right. And they're just standing there like zombies slouched over. There's hundreds of them. Five kids in my area here. I live in Westchester. Five boys. 17 to 19. I have been to five funerals in the past two years. All died from fentanyl. Please, somebody tell me. Is that right? Fentanyl coming across the border. Is that right? And I don't mean, if I sound like I'm on the, on this current med- administration, that just happens, they just happen to be here at this time. I get on everybody over this. I got on the Republicans, I got on the Democrats. I care about the people. Well, what's crazy about fentanyl is people are inadvertently doing it. Some of them don't even know that they're taking right. it. It's scary. They're lacing a lot of drugs with fentanyl. Now, why why are these people lacing drugs with fentanyl? It, I don't understand. To it. kill people? It, maybe I I don't know what their motivation is, but it's just bizarre to me that people are lacing drugs with fentanyl. Okay, so the people out there that are listening to me, I'm I'm just asking you, please. I don't know. I'm dumb. Maybe. Right, maybe I'm just not getting it. Do the right thing, or not do the right thing. Allowing all these people to come over our border undocumented, who maybe uh, some of them criminals, uh, not tested COVID or any kind of other tested for anything. And then you stop like the number one tennis player in the world from coming here because he didn't get a COVID shot. Okay, so you allow thousands and millions of people in, no COVID shot, no testing them. Then the number one player in the world in tennis can't come in because he didn't get COVID tested. Okay. If somebody could explain this to me, I would appreciate it. Is that right? Is that wrong? Please, somebody. I'm, I'm really asking out there. What is the answer for this? What is the answer? A guy's robbing your store. You take out pepper spray, spray him, and you're the one who's on trial. Is that right? Is that wrong? Well, going back to the trust in government that you were talking about before, we don't even know that fentanyl is coming from over the border for a fact. Because drugs like, if, if I'm wrong, I mean, correct me on this, but I'm pretty sure a drug like heroin was introduced by the U.S. government. Uh, that, I mean, I don't know that for a fact, so I can't say. Yeah, but it's stuff like that. Like, you, you really just have to question everything now. It's crazy. Right. I mean, do you think that we can't, we can't really stop drugs in this country if we really tried? Do you think we can't? I don't know about it. I think we can. I mean, I'm talking about shut down drugs coming into this country. Shut it down. I bet we could. You don't think we could shut down our border if we really wanted to? I bet we could. You don't think we could stop crime in these cities? Philadelphia, Baltimore, Chicago. But a two-year-old child got shot a couple of weeks ago in Chicago, died. 
this is wrong. I'm just on this right or wrong kick, you know? Like, how could 50 people every week, on the weekend, get shot in Chicago? And nobody does nothing? Nothing. Zero. We just allow it to happen. Please, somebody tell me, how could this be? How? You have all these illegal guns in these gangs. You want to stop gang violence? Very simple. I could stop it in a heartbeat. Put the RICO back. Make the government go after the gangs with the RICO Act. You see how fast they stop it. <clears throat> they shut down the mafia. Mafia was a lot tougher than these gangs. A lot more organized. Shut it down. Mafia's not the same anymore like it used to be. They could do it. We could do it if we want to. But what are we afraid of? Are we afraid of being too right and too good? <laughs> really? <laughs> Somebody tell me that. Sometimes I want to run, you know, for a position in government. But I'd probably be laughed at. It's just do the right thing. Say the right thing. If your people don't like it, then you don't get reelected again. Well, Warren Buffett had a pretty good idea, too. I don't know how many people resonate with this, but he said, I have a simple solution that could change our economy within a few years. He said, all you have to do are the people in power. If the GDP is down 3% by the time their term is over, they can't run again. That's beautiful. It's like a, it's like a, a benchmark. If you don't hit that benchmark, you can't do it again. Let's get somebody else that can. Right. It's like anything else. If you're a CEO of a company and you do bad, you get fired. Steve Jobs got fired. Yeah. Steve Jobs got fired from his own company? Steve Jobs, that's one of the biggest things that motivated him to be who he was. Oh, not from Apple. Oh, okay. No, he got fired from Apple. Really? And he went on to create um, another company called Next, which was another computer brand. I didn't know that. And they ultimately developed Pixar. So if he didn't get fired from Apple, he wouldn't have developed Pixar and then come back to Apple to invent the iPhone and re revive them. <clears throat> wow, I didn't uh, see that. I didn't know that. You know, that's, that's another amazing thing. People think, I got fired. Sometimes getting fired is the best thing that could happen to you, right? Well, who said that? That was um, Joe Piscopo that said that. He said um, with Paul Rubens, they had an audition for SNL together. Right. Paul Rubens didn't get the job. Gilbert Gottfried did. But if Paul Rubens got the job, Pee Wee Herman would have never been created. Never been created. Right. If I didn't get fired from uh, working uh, that nightclub from, with Swifty Lazar, I don't know if I ever would have wrote Bronx Tale. So sometimes getting fired, folks, is the best thing. When you suffer, usually good news is ahead. You have to suffer sometimes for good news. The, the, excuse me. The problem with people is we don't like to feel pain, John. We don't want to feel any pain. But if you stop suffering, you'll stop learning. That's just the way it is. That's how you learn, through suffering. So people out there who just got fired or is on the verge of being fired or wanting to quit and don't know what you're going to do next, you know what? Life will take care of you. Seriously. As long as you're doing the right thing, you'll find the way. You'll find the way. Sometimes you got to do what you truly love to do. 
And people don't see that until they get fired. That happens all the time. Well, it happened to me. Happened to you? I worked at CVS <clears throat> and I was not into video at all. Um, I made skateboard videos with my friends. That was about it. Right. Um, I was pulled into the manager's office at CVS. I really had enough. Um, and they gave me the choice. They said, you could either um, up your attitude and stay with the company, or you can walk out this door with no repercussions. I said, I'll walk out this door. I had no idea what I was doing. Went home, filmed some skateboarding later that day. And I was like, I could start a business like that while, while doing this, while doing video. Wow. I'm, I'm here with you right now. And here you are with me right now, and you got a great company, Three Nuts Studios, that films. That's right. All these great movies and great shows. And if you don't walk out that door, you would have been unhappy still in this place. I think I would have been the manager of the place at most. Right. Right. When you work for somebody, when you get a salary, which is not, look, some people, that's what makes them happy. They get it. There are people out there that just want to get a salary and they just want to go through life that way. And that's fine. And that's fine. But you got to know what type of person you are. What type of person are you? I could not work for somebody. I had to be in charge of my own life. I wanted to be an actor and a writer. I wanted to do the arts. So I just said, all right, take a shot. Do it. You know, if you really want to do something, you got to do it. I know that sounds cliche, but it's so true. Do the right thing. I keep going back to that. Well, you have to take risks, and sometimes mm -hmm. they're scary. Well, most of the time they're scary. Yes. Well, the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. What's that Chinese proverb? Uh, study the turtle. He only makes progress by sticking his neck out. You know, that's it. You know. There was this other saying I heard that was like, if, if you could travel to your deathbed and look back on yourself now, would you say, I really wish I did that? Uh, and if you say, yes, I really wish I did that, then maybe you should take that risk and do it. And do it. Right. I mean, do you want to be on your deathbed saying, wow. I wish I would have did this. Because you never know when your deadbed might be. You know, we are, we are the only race, we're the only, well, the human race, we're the only, we never care about time. We don't care about time. We think time is there. We don't. You know, when you're young, you think you're going to live forever. You get in your 30s. Oh, my God. You don't even think about death. And then... When you start getting like over 50, you start saying, well, wait a minute, I'm on the other side of the hill here. You know, I'm more than halfway through my life. You know? I better stop thinking about this. George Bernard Shaw, who said, youth is wasted on the young. You know, you always hear that. Why don't I know now? I wish I knew now what I knew. What, you know, I wish I knew then what I know now. That's it. Do you imagine? But you know what? That's just the way life is. Not everybody knows everything when you're young. That's just the way I think life goes. I love these people I meet at 21 years old. They go, well, I'm 21, but I'm really an old soul. I'm very experienced. And I go, well, no, you're not. Spiritually, you might be an old soul. But you're not. You're not like, you can't know what it feels like to get your heart broken if you never did at 21. You, you don't know what it feels like to lose someone you love, a parent, a loved one, a friend. You don't know what that feels like. 
So don't tell me you do, unless it happened to you. You don't know what what real, real suffering is. Now, some people have lived pretty tough lives up to the time they're 21, and maybe they, some of them have, yeah. But the only way you learn in life is through experiences and through suffering. Uh, Rudolf Steiner, who I study a lot, a lot of the books behind me are Rudolf Steiner's books that he wrote. And he said that life is like an oyster. It rots and it dies, and out of that comes a pearl. And he kind of said that's what life is like, you know? Uh, I, I got to give a shout-out to my uh, psychiatrist, uh, Dr. Phil Stutz. For those of you who don't know who Phil Stutz is, he's a very famous psychiatrist. If you see the Netflix special uh, by Jonah Hill, a great special called Stutz, uh, Jonah Hill is one of his patients, too. And uh, Jonah Hill, I think he's been seeing him a long time, not not as long as me. I'm one of his long time. I'm, I've been seeing him 32 years, going on 33. And it was really funny because every time I would leave his office, I would see a, a star come in, another, you know, another star. And I would look, we look at each other and smile and nod. And this would go on all day, no matter when I went there. In fact, he, I don't even think he sees people anymore. I think his partner, Barry, does. Uh, Barry does, yeah. They wrote a book together called The Tools. Look him up. Dr. Phil Stutz, S-T-U-T-Z. And Barry, I forgot Barry's last name. Michaels. What? Michaels. Michaels. Barry Michaels, yes. I mean, two really incredible psychiatrists. You can't even see them. I mean, they're booked up where they they don't even take anybody anymore. I mean, I get in because I've been seeing them for 32 years. But read their books. Their books are phenomenal. Anybody by Stutz and Michaels, Barry Michaels, read their books. Uh, it's cognitive therapy. It's great. They're just, you know, it's, I would honestly say, I'm going to shout out to Phil right now. If it wasn't for Phil Stutz, I probably, I, not probably, I wouldn't be here today. I really, uh, know why? Because Phil does the right thing. Phil believes in the right thing. He used to fire patients, you know. He would say, you know what? Don't come here no more. And he gets a lot of money per hour. He would say, you're wasting your money. He would say that, John. He would say, you're not doing the work. You're not giving me the answers I want to hear. Don't come here no more, please. And they would beg to come back, people. It's amazing. He already sounds better than a politician. Oh, my God. Well, you have one of my favorite sayings for politicians. You say, uh, the people who should be president aren't. No, oh yeah. The people who who should be president don't want to be president. Because they got to deal with that. People digging up everything in their life, talking shit about them. Especially now. We just make up lies. We just make up lies about each other. Is that right? Please, tell me. Is that right? No. I just want to know. Tell me if it's, if you think it's right. Tell me if the world is right right now, where it's going. I, look, I am a very, very liberal guy. I am. I believe in live and let live whatever you are. If whatever you are, black, white, Asian, 
Hispanic, straight, gay, trans, whatever you are, please, who am I to tell you how to live your life, how to be happy with another person, how to love another person? I have no business telling you that. This is America. This is America. We are founded on that ideal. Try to be that way in certain countries all over the world. Try to be that way. Forget it. It's not going to happen. But I think there are people in this country who are saying, if you want to be that way, that's fine. But don't tell me that I have to be that way. It's okay. Whatever you want to do, I don't care. I really don't. What you do in private is your business, and I will support it 120%. There was that great great statesman. He said, I don't agree with you, but I'll defend to the debt your right to say it. I forgot who he was. And I feel the same way. I'm not going to tell anyone how to live their life. I'm not going to impose my thing on anyone. I believe in whatever makes you happy. Who am I to tell you who to love? If you fall in love with, I don't care what it is. I don't care. Straight, gay, trans, I don't care. God bless you all, really. But I think people are just getting tired of of these other people telling us how we have to live. I think people just need to learn to be honest, open-minded, and learn to listen. I think that's the most important part is learning to listen. Could we listen to each other? I can't stand listening to two people debate, and then one just does not let the other person get their point across. That irritates me. I, I don't know if the internet made this worse, but this such discourse is just constant. Nobody could talk anymore without fighting and yelling at each other. Violence is not the answer. Even when you're right, you're wrong. I always say that. I don't know. I just, again, I I didn't plan this episode. I just felt like talking about what's right and what's wrong. So I saw this interesting TikTok. I know we're going over time here, but I saw this interesting TikTok yesterday. Um, there's two big channels. One's a Democratic kid and one's a Republican kid. They're, kid, I mean like 2025. 20, yeah. Um, and they debate with each other, but they don't step on each other's toes. They listen to each other and then respond. One of the candidates got a death threat in the mail. And then the other, um, other person that was debating made a response video and said, listen, whatever I believe in, my ideals are not violence. Violence is never the answer. Right. If you go over there and you beat the hell out of this guy, that just proves that we're wrong. You automatically lose if you use violence. Right. Violence is, you're wrong. You mean you can't speak? I mean, all these groups that are violent? You think you you honestly think that, and I say to these violent groups, that you're going to beat the other side into submission, and they're going to say, ah, what was I thinking? I agree with you. That only makes them fight harder. It would only make me fight harder. Live and let live. Who said that? Somebody said that. Somebody said it. Sounds like a Christian thing. (laughs) We'll figure it out. Well, look, maybe I was, it was one of those episodes I just felt like ranting. Do the right thing. 
Am I wrong? If I'm wrong in the, in this episode, please tell me. And I, it's okay. I'll listen. I'll listen to your comment. But am I right about just if you do the right thing, everything will be fine. Well, maybe this is just the way the world is. I don't know. I wish I had the answer. Anyway, listen, I'll be back next on next Monday at 11 o'clock. This is Chaz Palmentary. If you want to come again, go to my Instagram, Chaz Palmentary or chazpalmentary.net, and look at my schedule. September starts a big, big month for me. I'll be at a city near you. Check out my restaurants, Chaz Palmentary. Top five restaurants in New York State, let me tell you. Or in White, White Plains and 30 West 46th Street. God bless you all, and I will see you next week. Mm-hmm.